Thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspiration Podcast with host Althea Richardson. Wove Inspiration features women and the men who love them, who use their voice to address issues such as mental health, wellness, abuse, and many other obstacles in life. Everyone has a story, some good, some not so good. The common factor for guests of Wove Inspiration are the solutions and victorious ending. Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's show. I have an awesome guest out of Canada. Her name is Michelle Tremaine, and she is a visual artist, journalist, and inspirational storyteller. Michelle, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me, Althea. It's an honor to be here. I've been listening to your podcast, and I'm just really inspired by the different stories the other women have told you over the years. So with you being a self-taught artist, what what inspired you to even want to go into the artist industry? Oh, wow. Um, Actually, I've... I've been drawing and painting since I was a kid. It was something that came naturally to me. And um, over the years, I just started dabbling in different styles and um, the different subjects. And it's just something that just brings me a lot of joy. It's that it really feels like a way for me to explore and study the world around me, the intangible parts of reality, as well as the actual tangible world so that's always something I found fascinating so for me art has been a tool of learning and recording my observations of the world okay and so I noticed that um on your bio you mentioned that you are your descendants are Filipino Spanish and Japanese now that's a variety (laughs) of of artistry there so what what is your how does that your 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 background how does that affect um the way that you do your artwork oh wow it really affects my artwork a lot because um the spanish side of the family family tree has all the artists and it's oh sorry the spanish and filipino sides of the family tree have all the artists on it so we have sculptors and painters and whatnot over there um but what really fascinates me when it comes to finding subjects I want to explore in my art um, are really myths and legends and folklore um, from different parts of the world. So the thing that I really find really fascinating about these stories and these myths is that there is a common thread when you look at the different, different types of myths that run through different civilizations that apparently supposedly had no contact with each other because of geographical distance but um that that's something i just exploring the things that people hold dear and their their morals and their values because that is deeply ingrained in their stories and my favorite part of uh my favorite part of um a thousand and one arabian nights the movie is the part where shaharazad is sitting in front of the storyteller she says people come here every day and listen to all your stories how do you do it and he's something along the lines of people need stories because they teach us how to live and why Mm-hmm. And that, that's something that also ties into my work as a journalist, because when, 
When I do these interviews with people who are on the top of their fields and I deconstruct and analyze the stories on their paths to success, what I'm really looking for um, is to find the keys to inspire others, to find the gems of wisdom on their journeys, and to know that no matter how dark things may seem, there is always a light at the end of the tunnel, and it's never too late for a plot twist. Mm -hmm. And I noticed um, one of the things that you had mentioned is that you do you work with individuals that experience or are working towards overcoming depression or and anything like that? I have had people I talked to about that, especially when it comes to second guessing themselves. And it's it, it has a lot to do with deconstructing self-limiting beliefs and digging in into why they think the things they do and where those thoughts really come from. Because unless we really get a deep understanding of ourselves, we won't be able to move forward because that affects how we interact with others and that affects how we interact with the world and how we see our possibilities. Because if we have certain fears or preconceived notions of how things are supposed to be or what you're supposed to do, then that then that's just slapping a limit on yourself. And sometimes those are just nothing but illusions from thoughts that aren't thoughts that aren't even your own because they were programmed into you, whether intentionally or unintentionally by society and the culture. And that is something that people need to be aware of because when they're aware of that, that's the first step in being able to break it. Mm-hmm. That's that's awesome. And and so with your art work, how how do you express your artwork to the to those that are looking that that have the visual part of it versus your storytelling or is that combined essentially it is actually combined um i use um i use a lot of color symbolism as well as ancient symbolism in my artwork and lately i've been doing a series inspired by Bible stories and biblical principles to inspire others to ask questions mm-hmm. and really dig in to the stories and find the values hidden in these, the, the morals and what what is there that we can learn from the people who lived before us. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why these stories have been told over and over again, because these are based on people's actual real life stories and experiences. And they say it's better to learn from someone else's mistakes than to make them your own. It's kind of like a shortcut to, it's, it's kind of like a shortcut mm-hmm. to life, right? Because it's a, it costs a lot less and it's a lot safer. So that is something I like to spark in people. Yeah. Get them to ask questions, why? And what do I do knowing what I know now? Yeah. What What are some of the examples or the characters do you use? I haven't, uh, well, I, I haven't done a series on this yet, but oh, okay. series on this yet, but the guy who really inspires me in the Bible, uh, in, in the Old Testament is Job. Because I think that's somebody, if, uh, first of all, many people in modern times who don't know the story might think, oh, that's just an old Bible story. No, you know, it's so removed from us because they had a different lifestyle back then. But when you think about it, this is a guy who experienced sibling rivalry. It's not because he was trying to spark anything. It's just that his brothers were jealous of him because he was his dad's favorite. 
I think that's something a lot of people can relate to in modern times. So there's the, there's the, the envy and there's the there's jealousy and there are also other other ways and scenarios in which people find a lot of opposition from others who are against them just because they're jealous of them. Yeah. For no other reason than that, right? Oh. But this is a guy who went from being the favorite to being sold by his brothers as a slave in Egypt to being a to being accused of um, trying to sexually assault his boss's wife, and he was wrongly imprisoned for years. And he's like the lowest of low at this point. So you would think normally people would think, oh well, that's it, dead end, right? But <laughs> what? But what is really inspiring here is. The guy went from high to low and to high again when he was able to interpret the Pharaoh's dream of uh, of the seven years famine coming up and the seven years plenty before the famine. So he was able to tell the Egyptians to say, hey guys, this is what Pharaoh's dream means. You got to save up for seven years because you got seven years of famine coming up. So we got to store, we got to mm -hmm. store stuff. And that, that was... And he, he was uh, promoted to uh, second in command to the Pharaoh. And that is huge. You know, two things had to happen there. And that was an act of God. First of all, he got the slave to be the, the slave to be the only guy to be able to correctly interpret the Pharaoh's dream. Mm -hmm. And the Pharaohs and the Pharaoh being an Egyptian trusted a slave, a, a slave who was in prison, who was not even Egyptian, to help him run his country for the next seven years and way over that. So the those are two big things. And it's, it's just a story of how there are certain highs and lows in life. And if you look at the big picture <laughs> and, look, and look back at the bad things that happened to you in the past, you get to see why things happened the way they did. And in the case of, in the case of, um, sorry, Joseph, sorry, in the <laughs> case of Joseph, um, the thing is, uh, the thing is, it might have looked like a bad thing for him to be to have been sold into slavery. But had he not been sold into slavery, he would not have met the pharaoh. Had he not met the pharaoh, Egypt would not have been able to store food in the time of famine. And had Egypt not had enough food and more than enough that they needed during the time of famine, his brothers who came, his brothers would not have been able to go there to buy food. Right. They all would have perished had that not happened. Yeah, it, it's it's the order of things and things that uh, end up having a a bigger picture and a fulfillment of purpose for Joseph's life. You know, the the chain of of events that take place in our lives are connections. I I, I always equate them to connecting the dots to uh, a picture that eventually is formed. But, you know, when we're learning to connect those dots, you know, like the like those pictures, the connect the dot pictures, you can't really tell what it is because you have all these dots and numbers and there's a sequential um, um, way that you have to to do it. You start with one, two, three. And as you are as, as you're connecting the dots, according to the numbers, then you start to see the picture the form. Um, when you, if you mm -hmm. stop, then you never know, you know, what's going to happen or what's going to what it's going to look like. And and as you were mentioning towards the end of that story, the, the scripture says that I believe it's Isaiah 50, I believe and it says that, you know, essentially God uh, 
meant it uh the enemy may have meant it for bad his brothers may have meant it for bad but god meant it for good because uh, ultimately he has to get the glory out of everything and so yeah that's a, that's a phenomenal and an excellent example for individuals as well in in this day and time totally and I used to be the type of person who thought, oh, those are just old stories, you know, you feel so distant from those people because it's just, those are people who lived centuries ago with completely different lifestyles. But when you see the parallels in modern life now, there's something to be learned from their stories. It's just a different setting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And and that was the way that essentially the Bible was designed is that it's not something that we even though it has Old Testament and New Testament and all of the principles that are in the Bible are used definitely today and they're, and they're very beneficial for us as well. So you had mentioned the power of art and color, um, specifically color. What, what is it about certain colors that is so important when it comes to your artwork? Um, first of all, certain colors represent different things, different uh, different feelings or different emotions. And from my own from my own personal experience, I, I realized that when I was going through a dark time of my life, when I was going through a lot of challenges, not only did I turn to learning more about it, but I also turned to using colors to help lift my mood. Because as humans, we are affected psychologically by the colors we see, by the things we expose ourselves to. So for example, you know how a lot of artists um, in art history have been shown to draw really dreary paintings during mm -hmm. times of struggle when they're going through depression and all that. In my case, because I'm aware of that on the mind, what I do is I go the opposite. So, what, so when you're painting, so like in my case, when I'm painting something, while I'm going through a tough situation, what I do is I use the colors I need to counteract the mood I'm feeling in that moment. So I get to see the colors I want to see in front of me to help lift my mood because why would you want to draw a depressing painting if you're already depressed, right? Yeah. Do you really want a do you really want a memory of that or like a reminder hanging on your wall? <laughs> Right. So you can definitely use colors, bright colors to remind yourself um, of what, of where you want to go, of what you want to feel and what you want to think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I know with, in, in some arenas of mental health, it is definitely something that's used as a form of, of healing for, for individuals to be creative in, in drawing um, certain types of pictures or expressing themselves in, like you said, in a more positive way or where they would want to see themselves in, in, in their healing process. So art is definitely something that's that's necessary and needed and it's universal it's not limited to just one race or color mm -hmm. creed or whatever it's like music it's universal across the board we all react it the same way yeah exactly exactly everybody has the same expression and there is the ability for people to have different interpretations of, of the picture as well 
from their perspective so it doesn't make it wrong for them to look at a, a picture one way and then someone else comes along and sees it something different if that's their interpretation of it that's wonderful but in the end exactly. it's a positive experience for both of them exactly that's why i when when doing a workshop and someone decides to do something different from the sample that we're trying to paint i don't correct so there's no right or wrong way to do it unless they ask me, hey, how do I do it the way you're doing it? Then I'll show. Mm -hmm. But when, it, when I see somebody who's experimenting and trying a different technique or trying a different color combination, then by all means go, because that's how you unleash your own creativity and find your own style. Yeah. And that's the way that it should be, that we are um, creative in our own ways because we were created, created fearfully and wonderfully by God. We are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. And so therefore our creativity should also be different. We, we don't want to, you know, be like robots or, you know, be like a, um, an assembly line of, of everything being the same, then it would just be boring. Essentially. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Michelle, how can people get in contact with you to to find your artwork, to even purchase your artwork? How can people get in contact with you? They can find me on Facebook. Um, so my Facebook page is Michelle Charmaine Art. Uh, that is, Charmaine, by the way, is C-H-E-R-M-A-I-N-E. -E. A lot of people think it's A-R, so I just want to make sure that Charmaine is spelled with an E. And I'm also on Instagram at Michelle Charmaine on Instagram. The website is currently under construction. Okay. Awesome. Well, Michelle, it has been a honor and blessing to have you on my show. Thank you so much for sharing some insight and wisdom on in the world of art and, and of color and, and giving us a clear understanding as what it, what it means for us to be unique in, in, in our talents and abilities and everything. So, and I really look forward to seeing some of your work as well. I'm a big fan of original artwork. My, my son is actually an artist as well. And so, yeah, I'm really interested oh, wow. in, yeah, I'm really interested in seeing your work and, and seeing what I, finding a wall to put it on because <laughs> I have so many now <laughs> I got a new series of the works right now <laughs> okay okay yeah. I look forward to looking at them and send me your son's pictures too I'd like to see his work so Michelle again thank you so much for being on the show today thank you so much Althea it's been an honor and a pleasure and I'm really inspired by the stories you share on this platform Thank you. Hey, you guys, this is Althea with Wove Inspirations. You guys have an awesome day. Take care. Make sure you continue with your creativity. God bless. Thank you once again for tuning into Wove Inspiration Podcast. If you or someone you know is interested in using their voice to share their story on Wove Inspiration, contact us at www.woveinspiration.com. You can also listen to past podcast shows on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or any other platform you listen to podcasts.